Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Commercial Property Investor Podcast, where it's my job to introduce you to people from the world of commercial property. We're talking with investors and thought leaders about their experiences of the commercial property world and sharing our own lessons from the last 20 years to give you practical know-how so that you can follow in their footsteps. If you've ever thought commercial could be your next step, but it just seems too confusing and opaque, then you've come to the right place. There are so many exciting opportunities in this dynamic sector, and I'm looking forward to pulling back the curtain and sharing them with you. Welcome back to the Commercial Property Investor Podcast. I'm your host, Jerry Alexander. This podcast was created to provide information and knowledge to private commercial investors to try and debunk the myth surrounding the commercial property strategy. If you listen to a few of our podcasts, you'll know that my favourite strategy is commercial multiple occupancy properties. I'd love to talk about CMO all the time because I'm really passionate about it. I think it's a great strategy choice for both cash flow and adding value through active investment. And during our time of recording these episodes, every month or so, I've given a brief update on our recent experiences, things that have happened to us in terms of local demand, and just what's really happening on the ground in our geographical area. I know that won't suit everybody, because some of you are based in different locations around the world, but I've always found it insightful when I've listened to other podcast hosts talk about some of the reality on the ground. There's a certain authenticity to that. So I thought it was about time... I brought you an update episode about how we're getting on. It's been a couple of months since I did the last one, I'm sure, and I'm going to bring you up to date with what we're currently experiencing in our part of the commercial property world. But just before I do that, I want to give a personal thank you to some really great people we've been working with. We recently hosted an introduction to Commercial Property Tour Day, where we take some property investors on a tour behind the scenes at a number of our properties, and then we have an afternoon workshop. See, because we don't really sell our properties and we tend to occupy them, certainly from the point of view of hosting our clients in those buildings, it means we can show them to students. So it's really good behind-the-scenes tour to see what's going on and how these things operate. We then followed up with a cash flow one-on-one evening in one of our venue spaces, and then the very next day we had the last session of our 2020-21 nine-month CMO mastermind group. And all three events were fantastic. I learned lots and made some great new friends. I really appreciate all you know who you are. Thank you so much for your support and for joining us for the ride. And interestingly, a number of our masterminders have really found some great, exciting projects. And it's been great to see those deals coming to fruition. I really enjoyed the process. I'm looking forward to continuing to work with those of you who decide to stick around and work with us on our more advanced Inner Circle Mastermind which is designed for those who are further down the commercial path, as it were, down the journey, for those who understand the basics and really want to push on from there. So in that respect, it's been a pretty busy month for myself and our team. Let's move on now, though, and let's see what's been happening in our property portfolio. The reason for sharing this is not to say, look how good or bad we're doing, just to give you an honest view of a month or two in the life of commercial property investment, at least for us. The first thing I'm going to talk about is inquiry levels and how they've been faring. Well, they've been going pretty good, actually. Recent numbers are definitely picking up, and it doesn't feel so much feast and famine anymore, which it did earlier on in the year. There's been a steady rise and a continuous stream of leads. 
that might be partly down to our marketing team getting better attracting eyeballs, of course, and our online and offline activities are resulting in more viewings, I'm sure, but I suspect there are greater powers at work here, though. Last time I commented on this, which I think was in January, we still didn't quite know what was happening. In fact, what was happening is we were going into another lockdown. How long it was going to go on for, we didn't know. Well, really, we're just coming back out of it. And certainly in the UK, people were still not really making any decisions at that time. We had some inquiries, but it was difficult to get people to pin down what they really wanted and to actually book some space. My theory now is that we've fairly consistent rhetoric from our political elite and our policymakers, and that's meant that businesses are being enabled to make decisions, whereas before they were kind of reticent to make any commitments because they didn't quite know what was going to happen next. There was a real lack of clarity and certainty, which business hates, of course. There may not be complete certainty, but there is a steadiness to the market right now, which is why I think the latent demand that was building up is now resulting in inquiries, bookings and deposits going in and people moving in. So really it's getting quite exciting. Long may it continue. As I've mentioned before, back in the financial crisis, when we were operating a couple of different centres, we noticed that inquiry levels were going up quite considerably once we got out the other side of the crisis. It was partly down to that latent demand, but another factor was that people didn't want to continue with traditional leases. So when leases that businesses were committed to were coming to an end, they weren't necessarily recommitting. They were then looking for flexible offerings. And I can see the same thing starting to bear out again. At least that's my theory anyway. We'll see when we come back to do another review in a few months' time. And that leads me on to the second point, really, which is that commitments are now happening, and that is different before. And they're happening more regularly, which is really encouraging, because before it was those fits and starts, but now it seems to be more regular. And certainty is a great thing. And for our team, they're definitely conducting multiple viewings every week now, which is great. Now, one of the downsides I'm seeing is as we're coming out of the restrictions, some business owners are also deciding, do you know what? I think I've had enough. I'm changing my life, which is resulting in spaces becoming vacant. Some people are just finishing their businesses. They're going to do something else. And because we're coming out of lockdown, that's now starting to take place as well. So there is a bit of churn going on and there are people leaving. But thankfully, we are now backfilling those spaces as well as other vacant spaces. And at the end of the day, it's the natural order of things anyway. You do have that churn. And in the past, we'd normally have somebody lined up to take the space before the customer left after their notice period. But during COVID, that was getting a bit more difficult to achieve. But we seem to be getting back on track. The one small caveat to the increase in decision making that I've mentioned is that not really seeing that with larger companies. Larger company inquiries are still coming in, but they're still not quite making decisions. Now, that might just be what's happening with us. I think it's based on the fact that they don't actually know when to bring the workforce back, whereas smaller businesses are already back. You see, a lot of the ones, twos and three-person businesses where this is their only workspace are back at work and they're doing the damnedest to keep their business going and growing and taking on the opportunities that are arising. On the other hand, some of the larger businesses are still trapped in that situation where they're not quite sure they should bring their staff back yet. I think that they're holding back on those government guidelines because they're a little bit open to interpretation, whereas the smaller companies would be able to make those decisions quicker, and in fact they have done. Which is interesting because we've had quite a large number of larger inquiries, and it's not that we've lost them, it's just they're not committing to anywhere yet. Which is interesting, and it just means that they may still be opportunities for us, but until that government guideline changes about working during COVID, 
those bigger companies are finding it difficult to make those decisions. Now, that might be a local phenomenon for us, of course, and it might be different in other parts of the UK or the world. Those companies might be making decisions in other places. Possibly it's also because some of those businesses have a longer lead time before their lease is finished, so there may still be a year, they may still have six months or 12 months, so they're leaving the decision until the last minute, which does mean that some of those inquiries, when they do come in, might want to act really quickly. So progress on our latest development has deliberately slowed while we finish off other projects within our portfolio. So that was one of the larger buildings we bought recently. We've still got work going on. We've done a lot of electrical and internet cabling, etc. in that building, but we've slowed up a little bit on that project and we're concentrating those activities on projects which will have an immediate impact on cash flow and a clear-cut ROI. We're kind of fortunate we have the time and ability to continue to measure what offer the market demand is going to be at that new development. And as that local market awakes from COVID, that will become clearer. So really, we're just nudging along, doing the background work, getting ready to put in place some of those unit sizes. I'll bring you more on that in the next podcast update. Container and warehouse storage, well, it's still 100% occupied. It'll be interesting to see if we're in the same position next time I bring you an update. It certainly seems that the last few times I've given an update, warehousing and container storage has been strong. Anecdotally, when I've discussed market conditions with colleagues in other countries, including the US, the demand for storage and in particular warehousing is still very strong. Yield rates are still very low, which is the opposite to retail. As you would have heard when we had that chat with Andrew McDonald a couple of weeks ago, episode 66, it's a great conversation all about retail. Certainly the container and warehouse storage, still very, very strong. In terms of potential asset acquisitions, I can't say I'm seeing more opportunities appearing. But there's still a steady stream of properties being brought to me by agents to view or at least for an opinion on. I think the supply is still not meeting the demand. Anything that's got an industrial warehousing aspect is going quickly. Some of the retail, not so much. But as long as it has a residential angle, they're going. But I think it's still a little bit early in the curve. There's still some fundamentals that need to change a little bit before we start to see more of a flow of those types of properties coming through. Now and again, I could be talking complete nonsense, of course, (laughs) but that's what I believe for now, based on what I'm seeing where we are here. I'm always on the lookout for other opportunities, but I guess because we took on two large projects last year during COVID, we're really still trying to absorb that space into the portfolio. I'm always on the lookout, but I'm conscious that we need to finish things before we move on too quickly. That is one of my challenges. It's important not to get bored and move on too quickly and getting the next large building before we finish the current one, which is not unheard of around here. It's pretty much what I do every time. At least I recognise it. That's a star, isn't it? Another bit of feedback to share with you is based on the mastermind I was talking about earlier on. There are deals out there. There are definitely deals out there. Sometimes a little bit hidden. Sometimes the opportunity is hidden in the profit and loss. Or the property is just not being promoted or advertised very well. Maybe it looks like an ugly duckling. But for every person who says they cannot find a deal, there's no deals out there, the next person has found one is acting on it. Now, I know and appreciate if you're in the first camp of there's no deals out there, that's a frustrating thing to hear. But the reality is there are deals out there. You just have to keep looking, keep honing your skills, keep building those relationships and keep trying the strategies we talk about to find those deals, ideally off the market. A positive can-do attitude really does make a difference here. 
So I hope that helps. It's only a brief episode. As I mentioned at the start, I just want to bring you an update of how we are and how our students are getting on. Perhaps you could share with us how you've been getting on. Why don't you drop us a line? Find us on Instagram and send a message or go to the Facebook group and pop up a post on how you're getting on. You'll find links to both those in the show notes, of course. And if you've been listening to us for a while, I'm going to bend your arm a little, see if I can get you to give us a review. If you've been finding value, see if you could just leave one. It only takes a few seconds to write a comment about any of the aspects that you like about the show. We would really appreciate that. It helps us be more visible. In turn, it helps us bring on more guests and learn more about the commercial market together. And of course, it'd be rude for me not to say, if any of you are interested in working with myself or our team on a day tour, a mastermind, or one of our more... If you love to travel like me and you understand the power in escaping the money for time exchange trap, but you just don't know how to do it, then building an Airbnb consultancy business could be exactly what you have been looking for. Right now in the UK, there is a completely untapped opportunity through helping struggling Airbnb hosts by turning around their underperforming properties and generating you huge commission payments in the process. We are going to teach you all of the tools and all of the techniques that we've learned over the last five years through building our very own multiple six-figure Airbnb business, arming you with everything that you need to swoop in and save the day. Minimal startup costs, zero risk, and almost unlimited potential. Sound good? Welcome to the Airbnb Consultant. Contact us through any of the channels included in the studio notes to get the conversation started. advanced offers then check out the show notes you'll find the links there to our website or just reach out and ask some content is aimed at helping people get started to make the move from residential to commercial which is what i did whilst other parts are for more advanced individuals and is by application only and it's designed more for i guess experienced investors who've already perhaps got some commercial experience and just want to accelerate their growth so if you want to know more just check out our website Take a look at the different things that we do. There's lots of free stuff there too. Keep listening to the podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Go to the Facebook group and you'll see regular posts and comments on there from other investors who are sharing their expertise and their experiences. It's a great place to learn. There's a lot more people joining every single week. So, you've been listening to the Commercial Property Investor Podcast. I'm looking forward to speaking to you all again very soon. And I'm your host, Jerry Alexander. (laughs) 